is the Black and Boulder podcast. This is Anthony coming at you from Boulder, Colorado. So my daughters ended up getting into um, athletics and arts, and my middle schooler ended up jumping right into uh, production of Hairspray, um, theatrical production, and uh, enjoyed herself in, the, in a role in that in that production and, and had a great time and, and began to meet some of the people that she would know uh, up until her high school, uh, her time in high school here. And, um, and my younger, uh, my younger older daughter, uh, who's now 12, uh, became engrossed in, in athletics and, uh, gymnastics and soccer and, and, um, basketball. And, uh, one funny story, or not funny, but one random story that does bring together some of the intricacies of this podcast and the theme is an experience that we had at my daughter's, um, now 12-year-old daughter's, uh, basketball game. You know, so coming from New York, basketball is a huge, uh, very, very popular sport that many people are participants of. And ironically, I even ran the basketball program at my daughter's elementary school before moving out here and coached her third grade basketball team to a, I believe, nearly undefeated record. They were very good. We had the most talented basketball team in the district. Um, Maybe not academic, (laughs) um, and some of the social stuff that they were doing wasn't the most positive, but we did have the most talented basketball team in the district. So my coaching had very little to do with it, but it did have something to do with it. So moving to Colorado, we came off of that basketball season, and my then you know seven or eight-year-old daughter wanted to participate in basketball again. We had just finished the season, and Boulder offered another spring-type, winter-to-spring-type season at the local YMCA. So I signed her up, and I signed up as a volunteer uh, assistant coach, And for these first few matches, I wasn't needed, and I was able to sit in the stands for the first time and enjoy my daughter playing basketball in her new surroundings with a very different level of competition, (laughs) which put her at the top, actually. She was probably near the best um, of the athletes and basketball basketball players on the court versus being very much near the middle um, of the road back east where we were from. So that being said, she um, was playing quite well in one game. I went to with, you know, just my oldest daughter and I would go and support my uh, younger, um, younger, older daughter uh, at the time because there, you know, no one um, else was in Colorado to see her at the time. And as we were there watching the game, we noticed that throughout that the college aged referee did call a lot of fouls on my uh, seven year old. And, you know, I let it go and just sat back and I didn't want to make much of a complaint about it. And um, I figured it's because she was scrappy and came out here to Colorado with the New York mentality and the relative, uh, relatively ratchet mentality of um, snatching at the ball and keeping it moving and, and just aggressive and competitive and honestly just quality, uh, better basketball skills. And I figured it just had to do with her um, aggression and her abilities that the fouls were being called. So we kept it moving. I believe her team lost, but that's not very important at that age. And we, um, I went, so after the game, I go up to my daughter, give her a big hug. Great job, baby. Awesome. And I look over and I notice a little uh, a verbal scuffle taking place. And I see the referee, the college-aged referee, who happened to be a female, um, kind of jogging away and crying off into the corner of the gym. And I then decided to listen for a bit. And I overheard a white woman, uh, mother in Boulder, of a 
player on the other team, not on my daughter's team, but on the other team, had gone up to the referee and the um, and the other official that was there, who was a male, and had made a complaint about the treatment that she felt that my daughter was receiving on the basketball court um, being called for many fouls and that this white woman had attributed it to the fact that my daughter was black and that she did not want to be in a city or be in an environment where her daughter or herself or any of the other white people there, because it was all white people aside from me, uh, my older daughter and um, my seven or eight-year-old daughter at the time, and she did not want to be in a place like that and witness what she perceived to be racism. I then told my daughters to go in the hallway because there's nothing worse than dealing with racism than having to um, deal with people trying to uh, justify or figure out ways to end racism that are the perpetrators of racism. So I did not want my daughters to be a part of this conversation, so I sent them in the hallway. I then went up to the woman and I thanked her for her concerns. I also said that um, in the future she could please wait to hold other white people accountable until the black people out of the room because this is no longer our problem. We are not racist towards black people in the way that she was uh, attributing in that moment and we do not need to be a part of the solution um, since we are not a part of the problem in terms of perpetrating racism. And she thanked me for my forwardness and she continued to confront the officials. And I went up to the college-age female official and said, you know, I personally didn't perceive it as such, but I respect the woman's ability uh, uh, to and her right to share her perceptions and that this is not a laughing matter it's a or a crying matter. It's a learning lesson. And thank you very much for your time and have a beautiful day. I then went and got my daughters and went home. As a quick follow-up to this story, a month later, the head coach of my daughter's team had to call out for whatever reason, and I had to take over as the leading coach for my daughter's basketball team here in Boulder. We were at the same gym, and uh, it had been made aware to everybody in the program and to the director of the program that I would be stepping up as the coach. We have to be fingerprinted and, and background checked and everything out here to be able to participate. So uh, he knew, it was a male, he knew well aware, he was well aware that I was going to be coaching that day. Mind you, I had never seen this man at any of the basketball games or events that we had been to so far. I'd only met him at the YMCA when signing up and paying and picking up jerseys. But anyhow, the day that I coach, of course, he shows up and he stands right next to me uh, on the sideline and continues to advise me to stay in my place or stand near the bench and this and that and the other thing and, and essentially act as an overseer and um, falsely come to observe me um, because I believe he had misconceived the situation that had occurred as me somehow instigating defensive racism when it was actually a white woman who had done so. So I thanked him for his oversight and I withdraw my, withdrew my daughter from that basketball program and um, she ended up going into gymnastics and she's an amazingly beautiful and gifted uh, performance and, and competitive team dancer coming up here. So it went in different directions, but that was a very interesting, uh, to me at the time, peek into how Boulder um, was dealing with race and what direction they were going, being such a white and homogenous town. You know, what would they do when faced with the reality of a black man and his black children, as light as we are, our melanin is still quite active, um, being in this town and existing, not as tourists, not as employees, not as employers, not as students, not as athletes, but as residents of this town. 
Anyway, thank you again for tuning in. Um, I will continue next episode. Um, more intricacies and stories of our experience. At this point, we are comfortably at Broadway Street in our apartment, um, hiking the beautiful Mount Sinitas and participating in athletics and theatrical uh, uh, endeavors and um, preparing to begin the next step, which is academic success and employment um, achievement for myself. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to speaking with you again soon. Have a beautiful afternoon. Thank you for your time and your energy. I look forward to connecting with you in the future and have a beautiful, wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening. And remember, good people, all matter moves.